You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard. Hope you're enjoying your week so far and getting through this madness we're living in. It just never seems to end. So hopefully everybody's doing well out there. One of the things I love so much, though, about this long, strange trip that I've lived is hearing people's stories. Fascinating, breathtaking, deep, intricate stories painted by my friends, family, and even some people I meet at the bar on a random Tuesday. Talking has always been one of my things, and telling stories is another. Today's word is authenticity. It's not easy being authentic. It takes a ton of work, effort, and energy just to even maintain a social media presence, let alone the concept of being yourself. And being yourself, what the fuck does that even mean these days? Every person is representing that cultivated image of themselves, carefully selected words and photographs to give some picturesque life appearance, while most of us are just completely miserable. 2020 has changed so much for everybody, not just in the way of binge watching Tiger King or washing your goddamn hands until your knuckles bleed. It's truly the year of taking a side, the epitome of shit or get off the pot. Howard Zinn said one time, you can't be neutral on a moving train. And that isn't the best fucking thing to describe our current state of affairs. I don't know what is. Most artists these days seem to be afraid of speaking their minds. They practice that polished image of the rock star or the pop singer to the point of only leaving the house with marketing approved shoes. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? But Jess Margera isn't one of those people and he never has been. He's built a career off of being authentic and that didn't stop when George Floyd was murdered. I can count on one hand how many times Jess and I have had these conversations where it's always just ending with, fuck all politicians, they're all liars. But 2020 finally pushed Jess over the edge, and he started using his social media to be authentic and to fight the power. Jess joins me today on the podcast to talk about the importance of social media as a positive change maker and what it means to be authentic. Friends, let's welcome Jess Margera to Foundation Radio. What's up, dude? What's going on? How you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Another exciting day here in uh, lovely Coatesville. <laughs> so can't complain. Um, are you in like Coatesville proper or like uh, outside? So we're in, we're technically Thorndale. So like where we sit on the map. So we're right at like, you know where the train station is at, um, at the, the, the Thorndale yeah, station itself? Across from, so, across from Wawa. Yeah, across from the Wawa and then down the street from the new Wawa and across from the CVS and then the other CVS. Um, have you noticed that? In, have you noticed that in PA, it seems to be a thing like every place they build a Wawa, they build a fucking CVS right next to it. I feel yeah. like every time they build something, it's like the same shit over and over again. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're right over in Barley Shoe Farm. So we're, we're not far from the train station. But okay. Yeah, right near Bar- Barjik Studio kind of. 
Yeah, 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 right there. Um, where did you move to? I know you were over like on the other side of Westchester. Right? I think I randomly came to your house one night with Bam and Novak when we did the uh, the AMA. And I just remember being like, "Go, Bam taking all these backwoods because of course he did. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, we're at Jesse's house. I'm like, what? Did I transport here? Like, how did this happen? I remember driving over there and there was some sort of graffiti on the wall that said, Trump is a satin wash. And Satan was spelled S-A-T-I-N, and it looked like they were getting the right worshiper, but somebody drove by. So, like, that just, that's always stuck in my head over there. Was Warsh. <laughs> Trump is a satin Warsh. I'm like, oh, okay, great. I mean, yes, he is. But, um, well, like, so and four dogs? Yeah, well, it was like, it was. there's a bridge, I guess, that's down, like, leading to your house. I have no idea where Bam took us, but. Oh, uh, we yeah, yeah, the there's like a, bridge, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was, like, right on the, the, um, the a concrete barrier there and it looked it was just like <laughs> shitty graffiti <laughs> fucking spray paint trump is a satan or a satin morse so like what the fuck am i looking at so all right man so uh basically i just kind of want to talk about like how like this sort of progressed and how you became like this super like political guy on on your twitter and your and your instagram and and then kind of go from there because i guess one of the things that i think i love so much about recently is just the fact that like uh, so many people are just complaining about like Tom Morello. Have you seen the tweets online where people are like, Oh, I'm never going to listen to rage against the machine again. And he's just like, have you guys never listened to our fucking music oh, before? Man. And like that guy that was like, <laughs> shut up about politics to, and he's like, did you ever listen to my band? <laughs> and then they're like, you don't have a, a degree in political science, science, uh, science. And then the, he just tweeted back his Harvard degree. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's a fucking Harvard educated like political yeah. scientist and he's got like six degrees and they're like oh like, man now fuck he doesn't have a degree it's from fucking Harvard <laughs> <laughs> I just I guess I find it so fascinating like like as far as like me you know I was talking to Courtney about this, this like before we started talking tonight and it's like I've known you guys I mean I've known you probably for like 11 years now and, and I've known Chad a little bit longer and I can't recall a time where I ever like talked politics with you guys right because like I would talk politics with P-Duck like I've always been pretty progressive like it's not really been a secret and I would yeah. talk with politics here or there with P-Duck but like never really got into it and like I, I don't know it just like what was it about recently that like yeah, what was the I, spark for you? I never I'm a freaking musician you know like I, right. music is an escape from this shit but I just feel like now you have to say something like it's like it, it, it's not right if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like almost everybody in is, is in a position now where like you have to say something. And I honest to God, I cannot believe that Donald Trump was the one who finally broke Chad Ginsburg. Like Chad is oh, broken yeah. right now. Like I, I reached out to him a couple weeks. I think it was right around the time that George Floyd thing happened. And he yeah. was just like, I've never seen that side of him before. And I always like, I, he seemed like kind of like the, like the, the hippie kind of guy in a way, you know what I mean? Like I, but I never really got Chad, his political. Dude, there's yeah. like any kind of Nazi thing going on. He, oh, will, dude. he will fucking die. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking lose his shit. Yeah. 
and I've seen I've seen that level of him before because I know he's he sort of mentioned it here and there like from time to time, but it was never something that we like really dove into. You know, it was like it would it yeah. would come up in conversation, but like now it's just this whole feed, and it's like I kind of enjoy that, but I I I do feel like there's a certain segment of of musicians and and celebrities even because I was always one of those guys sometimes where it was like oh my god here we go again with this fucking shit like Kim Kardashian's talking and it's just like but now it's yeah. like fuck you have guys like Danko Jones jumping in on this and you have people like like yeah. who the fuck would have thought in 2020 of all things that Taylor Swift would be a voice in the resistance like I never <laughs> saw that coming you know like I never yeah. saw that coming but I just yeah. I'm fascinated by the way it turned so was it was it George Floyd or was it just like kind of before with everything that was, was happening just, with Trump I mean I I just see this it was like, uh, man, I, like, I, you know, 20 years ago, it's like, how the hell did Hitler get elected? And, and then now you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, and it's just, it's scary. And it's, and it's like, cra- I, I'm, this country is not the place that I grew up in anymore, man. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's really messed up now. And and to not say anything about it and not be critical of it is just stupid. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're right. Like I, I think about that a lot where it's like you, it, the, the idea of where I grew up, because I think about, you know, I mean, even think about like pre nine 11, I mean, you're, you're a little bit older than I am. So you can remember that I'll probably a lot clearer than I can. But like, even after that, like I have a hard time remembering what life was like before the towers came down and all the bullshit happened with W and everything else. And then like, now it's like, it feels like, 2016 was such an ancient memory, especially in, in the yeah. fucking time soup that we're living in right now. But like, I don't know. I just feel like something is different. Like something has snapped with people and I, and I can't quite figure it out, but I'm just fascinated by the fact that like Trump has pushed you. And I don't know if it's just, if it's Trump in general or just like just the, the nature of the climate right now. You know what? Like I mean, he's, he's you, just, yeah. he, he's the leader of a bunch of shitty people that right. just suck. And they like, they just take advantage as, as much as possible and screw over. Like, it, it's so funny, like, seeing some of these guys that just are voting against their own self-interest. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, you broke as hell, like, Carpenter or something. You know, like, and this guy's just taking care of his rich buddies. <laughs> right it's all a fucking game to him i mean even now with the postal service it's all a game it's all you know who, who's donated the, enough money here and who's you know sucked his dick over here and it's just like i yeah. i don't know and it's almost like the more bullshit they throw at us the more depressed i get and it's like the more i can't keep up with yeah. the level of of uh I don't know if corruption is the right word. I mean, it is, but like, I'm trying to think of like the overreaching thought on it, you know? And it's just like, yeah. I just, I, so I, I feel like it started like when George Floyd died, like what was, what, like how angry were you when that happened? And then like, what was it after that? Cause I feel like it was like right after that point, like I started to see like tweets here and there. Cause I, I mean, I know you don't, you're not really like a big Joe Biden fan either, but like, I feel like after George Floyd is when I really saw you guys like, turn the volume up and I was just really stoked to see that. And, and I yeah. think was, that was, that was really the catalyst I feel like. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely that, that sparked a lot. I mean, it, that shit's been going on forever, but now it's just, everyone has a camera phone and now you just see it way more. And it's just, you can only take so much of it before flipping, flipping out about it, you know? <laughs> right. Right. And I, I, um, I was going to say, so there was something else that, that I saw that I thought about, um, 
Well, I mean, obviously one of the other big ones that just snapped recently was Jim Gaffigan, but like, and I saw the Karens and shit tweeting at him about Dude, like, oh, you're so losing all these fans and stuff. Yeah. Like he was such a family comedian and didn't get involved in any kind of shit. And he was just like, you know what? Fuck you, Karen. <laughs> hey, fuck so, you, Karen. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's because just, you reach that point, man. Like it, it's a bad business move for an entertainer or a musician to like, you know, call out these people because a lot of them are your fans so right. it hurts you but i don't care man like i it's at the point where i don't want these people in my shows i, yeah, I was <laughs> I just gonna to say like records. yeah have you had any like i know i've seen tweets like between you and chad like i've seen a ton of shit like people just throwing it at you but like have you had anything where it's like really affected you guys like has anybody been like oh we're boycotting forever like we're not gonna listen to cky records or you know whatever it is have oh, you had any that's tons of people like you know going off about shut the hell up boo, boo, boo. like you know it's like dude bye <laughs> yeah. throwing blocks left and right yeah i just yeah. i i just i can't imagine like even being i, I in- love that comment unfollow like i give a shit <laughs> yeah cool cool dude oh, no. i <laughs> yeah, what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Darren yeah. from Denver unfollowed me. Rad. I can't. I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, but I just I I I find it again. I think it's just one of those fascinating things. Is as a as an entertainer, you sort of have to like straddle that world where it's like, okay, do I want to get myself involved in this and talk about this publicly and really take a side or risk like alienating you know, 25 to 35% of my fan base. But like you said, it's like, w- it, you have to take a stand, right? Because especially right yeah. now, I feel like there's no way around it, right? There are people everywhere that have to jump in and say something. And if you don't, then like, you're yeah. just, you're basically, you're complicit with what's going on. And I think- And, and a, lot of, like, a lot of like Trump people, I, I, I just feel bad for because it's like watching somebody just get scammed by like a con man and they're just, and you're like, no, don't do, don't send them a check, and they just don't listen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I remember when I worked, I work in a, in property management, my day job, and I there was a woman that used to live at one of my communities, and I don't remember if you remember this guy named Alan West. He was some another. He was like a Trump fuckhead before fuckhead Trumps were in office, and she came to my office and was like, hey, can you help me? She was some like eighty something year old lady, just real frail. She comes down, she's got a check for like fifteen grand. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm like, ma'am, are you sure you want to send this out? Like, are you sure about this? And she gave me this whole lecture about the commies and the, you know, socialists and, you know, Obama's a Muslim and this, that, and the other. And I was just like, whatever, if you, if you want to spend your money this way and be dumb, then go ahead. But like, I'm trying to help you, you know? And I just, I, I, I do, I think there's a certain part of me that feels bad for these people. And there's a certain part of me that like worries about what happens after Trump leaves because I feel like this isn't necessarily Trump is just like a, a microcosm or he's like a, um, yeah. a reaction of, of, of this underlying worldview. And I, I feel like it's, it's, it's not just going to go away if Biden is elected. I mean, and also too, like, I guess conversely, like, how are you feeling about Joe Biden? I mean, just right now, I mean, how, like, what, what are your thoughts on him? I think Tulsi and Bernie were our only chance that, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. The the problem is people just hear the word socialism and they just think it's like Russia and Cuba, you know? <laughs> right, right. And, like and, Castro's and, like we're gonna animate Castro and bring him out of the grave. Yeah. Right. And it's just like I just almost want to buy them a plane ticket to Scandinavia and just be like, just just go there for a week and then we'll talk. Like Right. 
And, and I can't have an argument with these people because they don't know that they've never left fucking Wichita or whatever, wherever <laughs> the hell they're from, you know? And they don't fucking know. They don't know what the hell. It's like, dude, we're a new country. And, you know, a lot of other countries had the same problems we did. And, and guess what? They, they figured it out. <laughs> right, right. Right. Everybody go to got it. Copenhagen. Go to like Helsinki. Go to fucking Oslo. Like, just take a look around and be like, Oh, they got their shit sorted out here. Everything's great. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you think that has anything to do with the fact? Cause I feel like the best thing I ever did, cause I know a ton of guys from back home that are like, Hey, it's me. The guy who never left his hometown and thinks Olive Garden is fancy. Hey, here's a racist meme to throw on my <laughs> Facebook wall to bombard you with, you know, like I know literally tons of fucking people like that. But what yeah. helped me was like, even just moving from Bucks County to Westchester, it was enough, enough of a move for me where I was able to like, I guess I don't want to say cultured, but like I saw a different way of life in some respects. Yeah. Do you, I feel like, and especially with you, I mean, you guys have toured the entire fucking world. I mean, you guys went to Russia for Christ's sake. Like, do you yeah. feel like that has helped you with your like views on the world and like just views in general, or is it just more of like a, like, I mean, how much of that do you think is influenced with like being to Oslo and Sweden? Yeah. I mean, dude, I definitely feel uh, like privileged that I got to tour the world and, and, and the and the cool thing about being in a band is like um, you don't tour as like a tourist, you know, like you don't do right. the touristy shit. You go somewhere and you have people from that town or whatever, and they show you like you become one of them, you know. Like when I went and did a record in England with Viking Skull, like I was an English guy for a month, you know, like I, <laughs> I live, and you get to see like every nook and cranny of of, of the, their culture and everything, you know, like when I went to Iceland to do that record with Bam, like, you know, just, you get to see, like, it, it's, it's a knowledge that you can't buy, you know? Right. And um, right. it's like lived, it's lived, lived knowledge. Right. Yeah, totally. And, and that's my biggest, I can't stand, you know, just a lot of the American attitude of like, America's the greatest country on earth. Uh, <laughs> cool. You ever been anywhere else? Nope. <laughs> I don't need to go anywhere else. It's like, you know, I, that's cool. And, and, you know, patriotism, yay, it's great. But like, right. you don't know, you know, go to Canada, like go, <laughs> go anywhere. Like, there's yeah, some when cool we, shit going on elsewhere, you know, when we were allowed to go to Canada for the, you know, that period of time before Trump fucked yeah. it up for everybody. But like, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I, now that I brought up Russia, cause I remember Chad kind of telling me a few stories about it. How difficult was it to get into Russia? Like what, what was the process like for you guys going there? Was it like a, I mean, there was something, I think I remember, maybe I'm, mis, I'm misremembering this, there was something about a, a stuff getting held up in customs or like some shady shit. Like what, what was the deal that you went yeah, that happened I over mean, there? The, the thing, we only did two shows. We did uh, Moscow and St. Petersburg. And um, okay. St. Petersburg was awesome. It was very, it just felt like, you know, Helsinki or something. Like it was like super Scandinavian because it's like right on the Finnish border, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But then when you get to Moscow, shit gets crazy. <laughs> and, and the club we played was like uh, it's kind of like a house of blues kind of place you know it's called the glob club and um, okay. it, it was a total mafia front man it was scary really? yeah like like what kind of shit happened there I mean you know they were really strict about like you don't go in the back of the of the van and get your stuff we get it for you you know all this shit 
And um, Jesus. And then we go to the club, and they're like, "Here's your dressing room." And then, uh, you know, there's like six other rooms with like dudes with Farragamo suits and shit having meetings, <laughs> and you're like, "This isn't security for tonight," you know? Like, <laughs> like this, this is a terrible. mafia front. There's something terribly wrong going on here. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I don't want to. I don't want to stick around and oh, find dude, out. Yeah, it was terrifying. And, and um, I mean, it's smart. You know, you throw a few grand at some American band. They don't speak the language. We're not going to like ask questions. Yeah, you guys so are just going to go in and play and get out. And they and they do mafia shit in the building. <laughs> and and the front is that it's a, a music venue. You know, that is insane, man. I just I can't even. And I guess I guess that would that would help shape the view of uh, in general as far as what's been happening with the, the election cycle. Cause if, if they're able to pull that off, so, so skillfully, what's to say yeah. that they're not changing votes and stuff. But yeah, I just, I think it, the reason I kind of, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you was just because of the fact that I feel like you've, you've kind of opened that door for yourself and it's almost like a Pandora's box in a lot of ways, especially for me too. Like once I started retweeting stuff on Twitter and I started to say shit on Twitter, it's like, I don't want to stop saying this stuff now because I feel like if I do, yeah. you know, like I just, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's, you're right. Like you have to take a side. You have to say something because if you don't, then you're you're just as, you're just as guilty as everybody else. But I guess yeah. for me, the one the one biggest question I had, and, and you know, I, I know you sort of touched on it, but like as far as um, long term lasting effects. I mean, I know you and Chad are probably eventually going to tour again, and 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 you know, hopefully put out some new music once COVID is over. Like, do you you know do do you think that there's been enough? stuff from both of you guys that's going to cause any kind of long-term damage in that regard as far as your, you know, album sales, revenue generation or anything like that? Uh, I mean, maybe backlash, but I, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, I, I gotta be honest, like, yeah, you know, half the time we tour the States, it just seems like a waste of time. Like really? Yeah. I mean, compared to like Europe or, Australia or something like it's just like why would I go to Ohio and play for two hundred people when I could play for two thousand in Scotland? You know, like I, that makes sense. Yeah, and if the revenue yeah. gener- if the revenue stream is better in 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 Scotland, why not just go do it? You know, well, I mean, it's just a thing. Like their culture is just like you go to shows. You know, like they care about mu- rock music like we care about sports here. You know. Wow. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. I had no idea that that was it, that the, the concert scene, I, I have some friends who are DJs who are in like some of the EDM shows and they say it's just like three or four times the size over in oh, Europe yeah. than it oh, is yeah, in, yeah. in America. So yeah, it's cool and, to hear that that translates everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, just this country, like rock music is like almost like polka at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's country and rap and like pop shit. That's all that's, going on here and and the rock bands that still do good business here are like 65 years old so right yeah you got the stones you got mccartney and then everybody else is yeah, just like AC dying DC on stage yeah. and everybody, you know like acdc kills it but you know like right. if, you're a new, if you're a new rock band here good luck <laughs> yeah, because there's no breaking through anything at this point right now, especially with, with everything going on. But um, no, I just I appreciate you taking a, a couple minutes to chat with me here about this because, like I said, I've I've been I've been following the chain of of sort of your progression into the revolution. And again, I just, I just, I guess the other thing I can't always get over is just the fact that like somebody broke Chad. Yeah. <laughs> somebody finally just pushed him to that point and he's just, he's just yeah. over it. I mean, I, I just, I, I think it's great. I, I but. think he felt like me, like, you know, just, you know, you're a musician. Don't, don't get involved in like politics, but like, it's just so much more than that now. It's, it's, it's really like the battle between right and wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I completely understand why he won. I mean, people were just yeah. so fed up with the system and, and the corruption and, and they, they, he sold them like on like, I'm, I'm not a politician. I'm, I'm going to get in there and get shit done. Right. And like, I understand a lot of people bought it, man. And, and, well, and at that point, okay. like anything but a politician that like, that's, that's all people cared about. Well, yeah. it's like you said, I mean, I, I feel like Bernie, Bernie was really the last shot that we had at this point right now. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm, you know, I'm going to go and vote for Biden just because it's the right thing to do. It's but the I, lesser, of, lesser of two evils, I guess. Right. And yeah, it's like, yeah. it's the same thing in 16 where you're like, shit, like I, yeah. I have to do this and I don't want to. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes, man. I'm, I'm curious to see what else, but keep up the good work. I'll be, uh, I'll be retweeting everything I see from you <laughs> as it comes up and I'll send you any more Jim Gaffigan meltdowns as they come in. So <laughs> right on. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jess. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. No problem. See you. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thanks again, friends, for stopping by Foundation Radio. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to listen. Don't forget to do one thing today that makes you feel like the authentic person that you are, whether it's just going for a walk down the road, taking some pictures, getting on Twitter and retweeting something about Black Lives Matter. Any of that stuff that makes you feel like yourself, do it. It's the most important thing to do right now, especially in the world that we're living in. And don't let anybody ever take away that authentic part of you. Remember, bad times don't last forever. Thanks for tuning in to Foundation Radio. I'll see you next week, friends. Foundation Radio is recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and Sam Kreps. Our intro and outro is produced by Dumb Ugly. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Foundation underscore radio. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Foundation Radio Pod. This has been a Foundation Radio production. 